Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So every Tuesday and Thursday at this time, we like to bring you a classic second date update that you likely missed the first time around, especially if you don't normally have a chance to listen to us at an earlier hour and, or, or at a later hour, for that matter. And uh, this one goes back a bit. This goes back to February of last year. Lori went on a date with Harold. I guess the date went well because she'd like a second date with this guy. It just hasn't happened yet, and she wants to know why. So let's talk to her real quick. Hey, Lori, how are you? Hi, I'm fine. Good. Give us a brief rundown. You met this guy, Harold, and you went on a date with him. First off, how'd, you, how'd the two of you meet? Well, we met at a party. Uh, a mutual friend threw a Valentine's Day party for single people. Right. And, nice. Yeah, I really didn't want to go, but my friend dragged me along. Uh, let's see, there were like 50 people there, and it, it ended up being a really good time. Cool. Yeah. Well, you could tell that he wasn't really into it either in the beginning, and we started talking about the awkwardness of it all while right. we waited in a line for the bathroom. <laughs> I yeah. thought he was funny. <laughs> he seemed pretty laid back, like me, you know? Right. He had nice eyes and nice smile, and... And my friend I went with got bored and wanted to leave, so I slipped him my number, and he called me the next day. And we talked for, like, like two hours, and then we decided to go to dinner at Longhorn. That sounds good. Yeah, I, I thought everything went fine. We both seemed comfortable. We were flirting. He told me I smelled good, and he complimented my shoes. I mean, what man does that? That's true, too. That's serious love right there for him to even notice yeah. you he noticed your right. shoes in the first place. So he's, he's paying attention. <laughs> yeah. He's obviously right. smitten. He's, yeah. He likes the way you smell. That's a big thing for guys. <laughs> I hope he didn't tell you that you smelled delicious, because Jeff did that once, and it was kind of creepy. No, he actually said terrific is, is the word terrific. he used. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> So after dinner, he took me home. Yeah. He came in and spent a couple of hours. We, you know, we got a little hot and heavy, but nothing major. And I don't know. I just, I, I, I can't come up with anything that could have possibly gone wrong. Hmm. So I, I hope he answers you and gives me some answers. Yeah, because that's, that's all we're trying to get is answers. That's if we right. can't get a second date, let's at least try to get some answers because this went in such a positive direction. I, I really, I'm confused. Like, I don't know. Yeah. What could have gone wrong? Okay. Well, listen, we're confused, too. We're going to try to get to the bottom of this by calling Harold. Let's see what he has to say. See if we can't get a second date, if not get some answers. Yes, can I speak to Harold, please? This is him. Hi, Harold. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you doing this morning? 
Hey, I'm all right. I'm all right. How you guys doing? That perked him up. Hey. Hey, what's happening? Am I on the radio? <laughs> Listen, buddy, we wanted to, if you wouldn't mind taking a couple of minutes of your time, we would love to chit-chat with you about a friend we have in common by the name of Lori. You know who we're talking about? Yeah, I know Lori. Well, she was telling us about the date the two of you went on, and she really enjoyed your company and thought you were a pretty attentive guy, and she was just kind of wondering why she hadn't heard from you. She was kind of hoping maybe she'd get a second date out of this. Is she on the line with us? She is on the line. Say hi, Lori. Hi. Hey. So, I mean, you know, not to put you on the spot or anything, but obviously she had a great time with you, and there's no greater compliment. You know, you take a woman out, first date, she thought it went well, thought the two of you were really connecting, and then when she never heard from you again, she was kind of feeling blown off. You're not in any trouble or anything. We just want to know what happened. <laughs> oh, well, good. I'm not in no trouble. Um, <laughs> yeah, because, you know, we could we could deliver a smackdown, but no. that's not what we're going to do today at all. No, we're not here to, you know, make you feel bad. No. We just want to know what happened, what went on. Uh, you know, we we had a really nice time. Like, I liked her. I enjoyed her. We talked for hours. It just flowed so well together. So I was actually couldn't wait for the next date. But when I picked her up, she was, like, a totally different person. Like, when we met, she was just natural hair, really no makeup, nice jeans, a nice sweater, and some heels. And it was sexy. But then when I pick her up, she had big hair and, <laughs> and all this makeup on and all this loud accessories and jewelry. Oh. And I'm just like, yo, like, who is this? I mean, she looked like somebody who just stepped off a RuPaul drag race. Oh, <laughs> man. So she was all glammed up for your date. Mm. I didn't really know it was the same person. It looked like she had, like, the whole matte counter on her face. I like that. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now it makes sense why he just complimented her smell and her shoes. Right. You know? Because he wasn't impressed with anything else. Wow. So you yeah. prefer the natural look then, Harold. Is that right? I do. I mean, I find that so sexy. I think when women just like overdo it with the makeup and the hair, it just takes away from the beauty and who they are. Oh. And so I really couldn't tell who she was anymore because she was someone else. Mm. Well, now, I do have to give you a little bit of crap because she did say that, like, w when you went back to her place, I guess, that you guys made out for a little while. So, I mean, if you weren't really digging in or feeling it, why'd you do that? I still find her sexy. I just got caught in a moment because I do, <laughs> I do like her. We had a really nice time. So I tried to, like, distract myself from what I saw in front of me from and the surface remember stuff. the person that I saw when I first met. Okay. Gotcha. You know, I don't know if that makes as much sense to women as it does to men, but... Uh, you get it? Oh, I totally get it. Makes sense yeah, to I mean, you. Yeah, she's a nice person. You really like her, and you've seen her at what you consider to be her best. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you want to try to make this work. You're trying to make something happen here. You're trying to look past the surface. Right. So let's bring Lori into the conversation since you, you know she's on the line with us. Lori? 
Yes. Fill us in on this transformation here from the time that he first saw you to your date. So here's the deal. I don't do accessories and tons of makeup ever, but a friend of mine had been over when I was getting ready for our date, and she was giving me this whole speech about how pretty I was and how I needed to bring out my best features, and I should wear more jewelry to flash things up, and I don't know, I guess in a moment of insecurity, I believed her. You succumbed to peer pressure. So you don't normally get clammed up like that when you go out? I know. She put on my makeup and oh. <laughs> picked out my outfit. And she was just like, you look so amazing. And this is such a hot look for you. Oh. oh, my gosh. Well, she was just trying to help. I'm actually so glad that you didn't like it. Cause You're glad he didn't like it. <laughs> I'm so glad because, I mean, if he agrees, if you agree on seeing me again, you know, I don't have to go through all that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to that, Harold? That's not her usual look. Obviously, a friend pressured her, said, this is what you got to do, and did the makeup. Obviously, it sounds like it made her look like a clown when yeah, she walked no out kidding. there. I wish, I'm so, I wish you guys had taken a picture. I would have loved to have seen this. I'm actually happy to hear that that's not her. So how do you feel about going out on a second date with Lori? Let's try that again. Maybe a little less makeup. We'd be happy to pay for it. You up for that, Harold? I'm absolutely up for that. Nice. Excellent. Love this. Love it when it works out like this. This is why what we do is so necessary for humanity. (laughs) Love that could be lost, but instead it will be found possibly because of us. There's important work that's going on here. It is. Well, Harold, thank you so much for taking the call and being so honest with us. We appreciate that. Lori, glad we could clear this up. I'm glad, too. You're very welcome. You sound happy. I love the sound of a happy voice. Thank you, too. (laughs) Let me put the two of you together. I'll put you both on hold. We'll set this up. Thanks for coming on the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Thank you. Woohoo! Right? Love that. Yeah. So 513-749-2320 or Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. If you've been out on a first date and you haven't heard back and you want us to do a second date update, call for you. Gene Wilder has died. Are you saying that I put an abnormal brain into a seven and a half foot long, 54 inch white gorilla? Huma Abedin is leaving her husband, former New York Congressman Anthony Weiner, after he was caught in another sexting scandal. New safety rules from the Federal Aviation Administration are expected to open the U.S. skies to more than half a million commercial drone aircraft. FAA Chief Michael Huerta announced the new federal rules. It allows unmanned aircraft to fly up to 400 feet high. Clashes between Turkish-backed forces and the Kurdish YPG. The two groups are backed by the U.S.-led coalition against ISIS, and there's been violence between the two with recent advances by Turkey's military in northern Syria. Several storm systems are concerned for people from Hawaii to the Carolinas. Yeah, those are your headlines in less than 60 seconds. And now that you've heard most of the day's news headlines, it's time for some of the news that didn't make the news. We're going to go for deep-fried pulled pork funyun dings. Mm. And you hear all about it right here. It is Tuesday, August 30th of 2016. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. The State Fair of Texas is known for being the home of the greatest unhealthy food innovations in this country and probably the world. Yeah, they're good. And 2016 produced another bumper crop of hot fried death. 
<laughs> here? It's so true. It are really they, is. Are they the ones that uh, invented deep fried butter? I think so. Deep fried butter, deep fried Twinkies, I deep fried everything. Yes. I think of that. And and you eat something like this. I mean, do do you feel your arteries clogging? Yep. <laughs> no, and I don't awful. know if you. But I mean, my stomach can only take so much grease. Oh yeah. You know, and rich oh, yeah. foods before it says. Screw you. You will pay for that. I'll teach you. Mm -hmm. So here we go. The five of five of the best creations that debuted in Texas this year, including the two that just won awards for the best foods at the fair. Number five. Injectable great balls of barbecue. Oh my God. Great balls of barbecue. These are beef brisket balls, Jen. Beef balls. That are deep fried. Mm. And come with a miniature injection device. Yeah. Kind of like an EpiPen. Oh, stop it. That lets people shoot barbecue sauce into them. Into, you're shooting into the balls? The barbecue, yes. Barbecue into the balls. But they run like $600, so oh, it's wow. not cost practice. So not very many people are purchasing. Deep fried bacon burger dog sliders on a stick. Now that sounds a little bit more up my alley. This is where they put a small beef patty on a skewer. Okay. Along with cheddar cheese. Nice. Bacon. Oh, boy. And a hot dog on a roll. <laughs> and then you take that. Yeah. Dip it in batter. Of course. Now fry it. Wow. And there's your deep fried bacon burger dog slider on a stick. I wonder how many of these they sell. I mean, are people lined up for this stuff or is this kind of like what freaky thing they got now? Yeah, no, I th- I think they do. There's a, there's a high curiosity factor with this kind of thing. How could you say no to deep fried pulled pork funyun dings, Jen? How do those work? What is a ding? Well, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> they took funyuns. Yeah, you've had funyuns. The, oh, the, who the, hasn't? the snack in a bag funyuns. Right. Stuff them with pulled pork, cheese, pineapple, ooh, and bacon. Bacon. And then batter and deep fry them. That's my favorite on the list so far. So far. Yeah. All right. Sounding the best and to you. Is, uh, going for the deep fried pork, pulled pork funyun dings. Uh, number two. This year's Texas State Fair introduced cookie fries. These are deep fried cookies cut like crinkled French fries. How about that? And served with chocolate and strawberry sauces. Ooh. That won the award for most creative. That is new and different. Right. Okay. But... The best creation that debuted at the State Fair of Texas this year. This was this won the award for best taste. The winner is Fried Jello. Fried Seriously? Jello. Fried Jello. Fried Jello. What are they doing to the Jello that's so special? It's red Jello inside a ball of fried dough. Almost like a like a jelly donut. Okay. And it won the award for best taste. Huh. Yeah. I guess I could see. I like strawberry jello. Yeah. It, it, it's just a woman named Ruth Haunts won the prize. She came up with the idea. Um she makes the jello, you know, chills it, lets it lets it firm up. Does it hold its shape once it's fried? No. It it turns into like a jelly substance, but you know the the breading on it is thick enough that it can withstand the 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 fry the deep fryer. Um, 
And yeah, it kind of you know it, it kind of melts and gets oozy in there like a jelly donut would. It's a goo ball. It's a goo ball, <laughs> and then ball you know once it comes out, they roll it in powdered sugar, and well, boom, there you go. But you bite into that thing, and it just kind of oozes. It's a happy surprise, right? So that one first prize, fried jello. God, I bet there are a lot of cardiologists in Texas. There would have to be. There, there really was. I'll bet they're doing well. Can't too. imagine. You're not kidding. The average cholesterol level is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, a uh, new study says more than half of us say that we would happily leave our job if a better one came up. More than half of us say we would happily leave our job if a better one came up. And 44% are actually looking for that better job right now as we speak. But we're not going to focus on that. We're going to focus on the people who would not leave their job right now because we wanted to know what was keeping them so loyal. Mm -hmm. So they conducted a survey. And the survey found the five things that a company can do to keep their employees from looking to leave. But what about the people who would not leave their job? What's keeping them so loyal? I mean, I think that's easy for us to say why we stay here. I mean, it's an incredible... The graders is definitely a perk. Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking about the free graders or the fact that we have a graders right across the street the or free both? free graders in the kitchen. In the kitchen. Free that is ice cream. definitely a huge perk. Right. But, I don't um, know what's keeping you here, but the, it's the graders for me. <laughs> I mean, it's the people. I mean, what an incredible staff we have here. It's just uh, good people everywhere you turn that treat us real nice. So the survey looked at the five things a company can do to keep their employees from looking to leave. And here we go. Number five, fitting in with their values. Okay. Uh, Number four, a flexible work environment. Mm -hmm. That's helpful. Especially, you know, if it's easier for you to come in earlier and leave earlier or the other way around. Right. Uh, Fun work environment helps. Mm -hmm. We got that. Uh, Let's see. Providing above average benefits. That's important. And mm-hmm. certainly a number one paying them more than they could get somewhere else. Yep. All sound good. But you're right. It's the people. And I was having a similar conversation with Kara Sewell at Fox 19 over the weekend at the Germania Society Oktoberfest. And she was talking about how unusual it is in the, in the TV business for co-workers to hang out you know to enjoy each other so much it's such a competitive cutthroat industry that you know Mm -hmm. you don't see that kind of socializing and she said one of her favorite parts about working at fox 19 was how much she enjoyed working with her co-workers and how unusual it was that they all socialized that they all got along not the kind of thing that you come across in the the tv business In, in very many businesses at all that's true Meanwhile, uh, a guy in Madison, Wisconsin, took his Ford Mustang to a repair shop last week because he smelled smoke while he was driving. And while it was parked at the shop, the mechanics noticed a lot of smoke was starting to build up inside the car. So they called the fire department, who put on their special breathing masks and unlocked the door to figure out where exactly the smoke was coming from. And then they saw what was wrong. The guy had left a pair of underwear on the passenger seat, and somehow it caught on fire. And he hadn't noticed. For real. And I have so many questions for this guy. There were so many holes in this story. How did you not notice your underwear was on fire (laughs) right next to you? And just how soiled was that pair of underwear that it actually became flammable? 
Anyway. A lot of questions there. A lot of questions mm-hmm. there. The firefighters, they put out the underwear fire, and oh the mechanics God. had the guy pick up his car, and that was that. That's funny. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Princeton Review just released their annual list of the biggest party schools, and it's a proud day for the people of Wisconsin. The University of Wisconsin at Madison was named the biggest party school in the country for the first time in 10 years. The Princeton Review says that they bank, they they, they base their rankings on three main factors. Low personal daily study hours outside of class. Okay. Highest usages of alcohol and drugs on campus. Mm-hmm. And high popularity on campus for fraternities and sororities. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Kristen's daughter, that was one of her first stops when she was visiting colleges. Yeah. And she liked it. Did she? Yeah. She ultimately <laughs> went somewhere else, but she thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. I know when I when I was applying, I wanted to go to University of Miami, Florida. And it was on the list of party schools. And my mother was like, no. <laughs> yeah. You can't. Not going to happen. We're not, we're not going to pay for you to go there. Well, they're not in the top five now. Uh, the rest of the top five after University of Wisconsin and Madison are West Virginia University, University of Illinois. U of I? U of I. Wow, I lived and worked there for a while. Did you? It wasn't. I mean, they have great tailgate parties. They have the best tailgate parties before before games, but mm-hmm. it did not. It, that was not a party town. Lehigh University in Pennsylvania. And uh, another college that her daughter visited was Bucknell University in Pennsylvania. I mean, U of I in, in Wisconsin, I mean, they have, they do have huge fraternity and sorority. I mean, the Greek systems there are just massive. Wow. Yeah, I mean, because when you get into a school that big where you have so many people living on campus, that the only way to really have a social life or to find people who are like you that you have stuff in common with is to get into that environment. Right. Well, as you can imagine, Brigham Young University in Provo, Utah, (laughs) was named the most stone-cold sober school in the country for the 19th year in a row. Oh, that's funny. Meanwhile, the University of Wisconsin issued a response, like the top school always does, denouncing the study and playing up its academics and alcohol education programs. I would love to see numbers of BYU graduates. How many of them get... The job that they got a degree for right out of college, how much money they're making. Are they doing a lot better than, say, the University of Wisconsin? You know, having lived in the Bible Belt for six years, I can tell you that some of those more religious, quiet, as they Mm -hmm. say, stone cold schools, that's just people still do what they do. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the image that they're portraying, that yeah. they're still doing everything, just doing Liquor it quietly. Liquor stores have a back door for a reason. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Do it on the underground. <laughs> That's funny. Off the radar. And this is sloppy, so sloppy, I almost feel like this guy wanted to get caught. A 35-year-old guy, his name is Dustin Brannon. He's from Trevor, Wisconsin. He broke into a liquor store last month and stole 300 bucks from the register and somehow... He wound up leaving his great T-shirt behind, which actually had his name printed on it. Which is awesome. Right? Well, the cops already had him on file, but before they could track him down, he broke into a gas station and stole a four-pack of beer. He didn't leave behind a personalized shirt that time, but he did leave a ton of fingerprints. So he was just formally charged with two counts of felony burglary, and he's looking at up to 25 years in prison. 
And here's a good friend for you, not a smart friend, but a good friend. A 21-year-old named Shermaine Arnold was arrested in Florida last November after she skipped out on a 22, make that a $62 cab fare. And the cops found out that she had a warrant for felony battery, so she was locked up on $7,500 bail. Her friend is Lakeisha Brisbane, and Lakeisha is 46, wanted to bail Shermaine out, but she didn't have the money. She did have a stolen credit card, though, which she used at a bail bonds place to get the money, but eventually she got caught, so she was arrested too. Lakeisha? Released on $10,000 bail, although I'm not sure who paid for that. The story just now coming out because she is in court this week facing felony charges for grand theft and credit card fraud. Well, coming up straight ahead, we have another Jeff and Jen jury. And are these seven things really more painful than childbirth? Mm. What some women had to say. Hard to believe women said this, but women going on the record describing pains that are worse than childbirth. And I want all of these women to have gone through a natural childbirth to say that it's more painful. All right, we'll get into it coming up. If they up. have the epidural, it doesn't count. That <laughs> and Jeff and Jen's jury, straight ahead. Cincinnati's Q102. Here to present a case to the jury, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Lauren to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Hey, Lauren. Hey, guys. What do you have for us today? What can we help you with? Um... Well, my husband and my two kids and I, uh, we bought our dream house about a year ago. Nice. And we love it. Good. Yeah, we love the house and the neighborhood and our neighbors. I We've gotten to know our neighbors pretty well, and my immediate neighbors become one of my kind of closest friends, and our kids play together all the time. Um, she and I have wine nights, and I really like her. Good. Okay. Um, you can be the most beautiful house in the world, but if you can't get along with the neighbors, if they're right. making your life a living hell, that's and not good And a quick for walk home from uh, wine night. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, the problem there is that she takes horrible care of her yard. Oh. Her husband works a lot, and she doesn't really do manual labor of any kind, so there are kind of issues with that. So the house is full of weeds and overgrown beds, and hmm. she hasn't put you know mulch down in a long time, and there's dead bushes. And you I said it's know. her husband is is gone a lot, so he's not there to take care of it. And is she? It's it, just not her thing. Yeah, she's like me. She wants nothing to do. Oh with God, it. she's <laughs> like me. Yeah. Right, right, right. He's not around, and she doesn't seem interested in it. And do they not have anybody? Obviously, they don't hire anyone to do it, huh? No. And so it just doesn't look nice. And I, I think they need to do something about it. I mean, we moved into a neighborhood with a homeowners association, so we wouldn't have to deal with this and with sloppy neighbors. And now kind of here we are with that issue. But I really like her. Uh, so I don't know what to do. And I don't know whether I should say something directly to her or anonymously contact the association and let them handle it. So I'm just kind of stuck. And you don't feel this is a conversation you can have with her without it kind of ruining the the rapport the two of you have causing a bit of a riff that's my concern for sure you know i, I don't think she's going to take it very well i don't know if that ruins the friendship or what but i'm certainly concerned about that yeah well good neighbors are hard to come they by. they are but is she technically a good neighbor if she doesn't take very good care of her how this is very difficult for me to sit with because i'm that neighbor you're that lady. I am. I it just you know. You're great for wine night, and you have weeds. I know. I know. I have. I mean, that damn 
thistle weed is so impossible to get rid of, and it just uh, you'd think the homeowner association would be all over it, but I guess no, not, they're huh? too worried about my mailbox. I see. Yeah, I mean, and it's so hot. I won't go out there and pull that stuff, even when I have a few available minutes. So I feel sorry for her, but I totally get where you're coming from. You know what my neighbor did? What? He just came over and started mowing my lawn for me. That's right. Yeah. Chip. Right. And you paid him back. Uh, yeah. I just said, you know what? That is so nice. <laughs> I'm just going to give you my lawnmower. Right. You can have it. Mm-hmm. Just keep on mowing my lawn and it's yours. And that was the deal. <laughs> Fair I'm deal. Not yeah, it was great. He loved doing yard work. He lived for it. And he was uber anal about his own yard. Mm-hmm. And mine, I kept the grass kind of cut, but... And then Jeff to the girl that he had a crush on, his sister and his ex-wife. Well... Here's a lawnmower. I'm taking everything else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you frame it like that, good man. And a very good landscaper. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what you do there. Uh, I guess you don't feel like doing it, huh, Lauren? <laughs> no. Yeah, because no, I'm, I'm not inclined to go do that myself. No? Yeah. Do you have kids? Not even if there's a free lawnmower in it for you? Probably even if there's a free lawnmower, yeah. Or a weed whacker. All right. All right, so the options are, do you approach her yourself and have the discussion, or do you anonymously contact the Homeowners Association? Yeah, I mean, and keep in mind that as far as our Homeowners Association goes, um, I mean, they're not particularly effective or seem to be very hardworking, so I don't know that a call to them would actually do anything other than upset her. Because you think it'll get back to her that you were the one that did it? Yeah, I mean, it's a small enough association and kind of neighborhood that I, I don't think it would take a lot of detective work to figure out who made the call. Uh-huh. And I'm, yeah, just a little concerned about kind of, because we're friends, going behind her back and doing it the anonymous way seems a little bit shady, too. Fair enough. So, and, and I mean, obviously, just leaving it be yeah. is not an option for you. You want that crap cleaned up. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> I, I guess I would love that to be an option, but here I am calling you, so it seems to not be one for me. All right. Okay. Does she call the Homeowners Association and turn her in anonymously, or does she just face her directly and ask her live and in person? Rebecca, talk yeah. to the neighbor, have it out, or leave it to the Homeowner Association. Talk to the neighbor, but almost sounds stupid like, oh my gosh, I hope the Homeowners Association like doesn't <laughs> oh, there you do anything go. about your yard. Love Man, it. I'd really hate for you to get in trouble. <laughs> Good one. I like it. Janet, talk to her or leave it to the Homeowner Association. Can I give you the real number three? Sure. <laughs> well, every little city community, not the HOA, has a, what they call like code enforcement rules that like the counties put into effect. Uh-huh. So she calls the city she lives in and just anonymously says there's a violation and tell them what it is. They will contact her, and then if she doesn't do it, they'll do it themselves, and then they charge her. So okay, so that would be the do. same as contacting the HOA. I think well, just no, not really, because the HOA is only going to do what they want to do. There are actually like laws out there in every community, like right. code numbers and stuff. And so I think that's what she probably needs to do. Okay, but Fair as enough. far as your vote goes for the jury, don't since you only have her. two choices, it's don't talk HOA. to her. Yeah, I'm yeah. Really, okay. Yeah, if Got that it. doesn't work, then talk to her. But I would say HOA, yeah. Thanks so much, Janet. Hey, sure. Appreciate it. Billy. Well, I think she should do what my neighbor did to me. Which is? She spoke, with me, she spoke with me directly in a very indirect way by asking me if everything was okay and then saying that three of our neighbors asked if our house was in foreclosure. Oh, wow. 
Oh, God. She shamed you. It didn't look it didn't look that bad. Yeah. But you know, she wanted it cleaned up and that was her way of getting it done. Getting it cleaned up. And Understood. I did get it cleaned up two months later. So. <laughs> well done, Billy. Thanks All right, so much. Talk to her. Chris. Well, I would probably write a dear neighbor letter and mail it to her directly. And it would inevitably start some conversation. Fair enough. Thank you, Chris. Tell Matt. Her. You gotta tell her, but it's all about the approach. Right. No doubt. Okay, cool. Thank you, man. Becky. I would not go to the homeowners association, especially if it's a friend. Maybe she's had a rough year, maybe she has other things going on. Right. As a friend, I would say Hey, you know, I've been working in my yard and, and I thought, you know, I've just had a bug and I thought maybe maybe I could help you work on yours and it'd be <laughs> something fun we can do together. Fair Not enough. Going behind her back. You don't do that to a friend. All right, Becky. Thank you. Thank you. Anne. Um, have someone else reported to the Homeowners Association. Have somebody else report it. <laughs> someone that nobody knows. Gotcha. Okay. Thanks, Anne. that's funny. Right. Donna, talk to her or report her to the HOA. I would talk to her directly if it's bugging you as a neighbor because I just think that, like, I'm one of those neighbors that don't keep my yard up that well. But if I know it's affecting my next-door neighbor, then I might be more apt to do something something about about it. it. All right. Fair enough. Thank Thank you. you. And Cindy, talk to her or report her to the HOA. I would talk to her, but I would probably leave it alone because it's going to alienate the friendship, and she's probably not going to clean it up anyway. I wouldn't. Thank you. I mean, seven out of the nine that we've talked to are all in favor of talking to her directly, Mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, even even if the three of us said, let the homeowner association deal with it, you still got more people leaning in favor of talking to her, but... You know, my thing is like, let somebody else do it. Like, let some. I, I figure eventually the homeowner association is going to move on it. But I think people in our society don't talk enough to each other. Like, even when I take the dog out for a walk, mm-hmm. they talk to the dog, and then yeah. when I'm like, "Hey, how you doing?" Yeah, they just continue to look and talk to the dog. Wow, right? you know, or hide behind a keyboard and say nasty stuff that they would never say to someone in person. Right. So she needs to talk to her friend. Yeah, and just you know, have have a bottle of wine. Maybe suggest that the kids. Do it as a chore. I think there's a way to do it, too. And I think if it's really bothering you that much, you can always offer to help. If she's a good friend, mm-hmm. then that should be Hey, you're something. a busy mom. Yeah. We're going to help you out let's on Saturday. Let's do it. While the kids are playing in the backyard, let's go over here. We'll do, we'll yeah. take care of one bed at a time. I think I'd get one of my, uh, my other neighbors to talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, that seems to be where everybody's leaning. Oh, that's funny. Lauren, hearing all of this unfold on hold. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I, I can appreciate that, and I, I'm thankful that you guys are helping me out. I'm just not really sure how to how to approach that. You know? <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, people. But well, sure, anytime. <laughs> you have an in already. Just show up with one of those big bottles of Chardonnay. There you go. <laughs> right. Worth a shot. Yeah, and say, hey, babe, what what do you, what do we got to do to get this lawn of yours cleaned up? It's a mess. Let's, what do we got to do? How, what, what's the best way for us to do this? You could end up helping her, though. <laughs> I know. You may have a new landscaping company on your payroll here yeah, pretty soon. Yeah, you might. Is there a way to turn it into a fun thing that a couple of girls can do together? Yeah, that's a thought. Or 20 bucks to the neighbor kid. Yeah, no kidding. Lots of options. Mm-hmm. But we do wish you well. Good luck. Thank you so much. Let us know how it goes. Thanks for coming on the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. 
Will do. Thanks. They always say they'll let us know how it goes, and they never do. I know. I haven't heard that one. They never do. <laughs> but if you have a situation for our jury, you can uh, call us, 513-749-2320, or email us, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.